Hello, welcome to the Tutors of Life podcast, episode 61. This is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. Hello, Sam. Hello, Sean. How are you? I am cold. Why? Because it's cold. Oh. I might steal Mimi's blanket in a minute. Mm. Yeah, that happens. How are you? I am well. I am well. She's not happy. I just stole it from her. No, Mimi wants her toy back. Um, yeah, no, I'm good. Uh, what what what's new in the life of Sam? Um, what is new? Um, oh, I went and got my dress altered. Mm-hmm. So it is finally not in our house. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's cool. Yeah. Uh, I bought the last few wedding things. Yep. And I think we're just about done planning it now, even. Yeah, it is uh, It is pretty much like uh, soon-to-be wedding time. Yeah, 34, 32 days, something, something like, like that. that. It's coming up. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. It'll be good. Yeah, it's been, it's just been really weird, because I just talked to Sean about this when I got home. Um, on Monday, uh... Every so often on Mondays, I bowl on my mom's uh, bowling team, Um, and it's a lot of fun. It's just a whole bunch of old ladies, and we just chat while we bowl. It's cool. But it was just so weird, because this past Monday, they're all asking me questions about it, and they're all like, oh, are you nervous? What should I be nervous about? Uh, I don't really know. Uh, I feel like whatever you know about me, you probably already know. So you're not really going to get yourself in anything you're not aware of. Right. So that's why I was just so confused by that question. Because, like, I've definitely, like, heard people say that before. But now I'm, like, literally getting married should not change your life at all. You know, I wouldn't think so. I'd be concerned if you were, like... Our relationship would will be better. Or, yeah, thinking that things are going to change. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm kind of just, like, thinking of it, like, as... Well, well, okay. Besides the fact that we'll get to we'll get to have intercourse for the first time. Yeah, obviously. <clears throat> that'll be really cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I just... I'm kind of, like... It makes me feel like it's prom or, like, some, like, dance. I don't know. A dance that we have to pay for. Well, yes, obviously. Mm-hmm. Wait, did you not have to pay for prom? Oh yeah. Like I mean, it's it's twenty bucks. Yeah, it's a lot more expensive than prom was. Um, yeah, by a lot. But yeah, so that's why it's just—it's been very weird for me. And then, what else were people? Oh, if I was just like hoping he was here already, and I was like, no, like I'm happy to have just the time. Yeah. Like. I, I just wrote a blog about it, actually, about how so many people just, like, rush through life. Just because... They're rushing to nowhere, though. Right. Like, people think, oh, it'll, like, my life will be better next year or something like that. It's like the, the, the hurry up. It's like the hurry up and wait mentality yeah. from the military. Like, oh, hurry up, do this, 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 this. 
now we're going to sit and wait for three hours. And it's like, well, why didn't we just slowly get ready for like three hours and then sit around for 20 minutes? And they're like, that's stupid. Right. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, why are we just sitting here for three hours? Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, because we had to hurry up through our task. I'm like, no, we didn't. We had three hours and 20 minutes. Right. Like we could have taken our time. We could have like did a really thorough good job for three hours and then hang out for 20 minutes. No, that wouldn't make sense. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. I so many people just like to rush through things. And it really popped up in my head because I um, was on my way home from work. And I was going 55 in a 50, so, you know, faster than the speed limit. And there was I people, think that's illegal. No. Uh, tech, um, they're not going to pull you over for five over. It still sounds illegal to Whatever. me. Um, there were people flying past me. So they had to be going at least 65. And right. I was like, what? Like, why are like they in such a rush? they're in a rush to get home to spend more time on their phone that they were probably on while they were driving 65 past you right probably mm-hmm. so yeah it just blew my mind like i mean yeah i'm excited for the day like it'll be fun like we have lots of fun things planned for the whole vacation in general yeah but like i'm in no rush to get there mm-hmm I'm excited to shoot machine guns. I bet you are. Um, that'll be fun. I'm I'm just excited to be not Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm actually super excited to be somewhere warmer. Yeah. Dude, I'm going to be honest with you. This cold's pissing me off. Mm-hmm. Off. Kyle and I want to do trim at one of the properties. Mm-hmm. Oh, but you want to cut it outside. Right, because like everything's finished bought trim and so we're like well we don't want to fucking get everything dirty and so we want to cut it outside and i'm like i don't want to go outside right because when you're putting up trim you're usually in like a t-shirt or a long sleeve shirt right yeah fuck that it's so cold out Ugh. yeah i'm definitely looking forward to the warm weather it was so cold our sawdust on our damn uh table saw froze which doesn't make sense. No. And we couldn't even move our guide today. I was oh. like, dude, that's ridiculous. It's too cold. When your sawdust is freezing from the moisture in the air and you can't move your guide. Yeah. Well, we shouldn't We shouldn't be doing this. That's so true. We should be sleeping. We should be inside in the warmth. Right. Cuddling your ham. Cuddling the dojos. Um, should I get like some kind of shawl or something? For what? For our wedding day. Why? We're outside the entire time. Is that cold? Um, I think Las Vegas has an average of about 65 to 45. You should get a quilt, a quilt shawl. You want one, one of the tie-dye ones? Ooh, how about a white jean jacket that ooh, I tie-dyed myself and ooh, bedazzled? Ooh, no. Should we put tassels um, on it too? No. Okay. Maybe we just do like a white shawl of some sort. That'd probably work pretty good. Or a black shawl. That'd kind of throw a little loopy, huh? Or we could, you know, get one of our wedding colors. Yeah, like black. Uh, yeah, no, that'd be cool though. Probably might, a good idea. I might want to look into that. I'm gonna wear a, I'm gonna wear a, a coat, so be good. Yeah, I like how you are making your groomsmen be cold. We'll figure it out. Uh-huh. 
Well, they got a vest and a and a long sleeve on. That's true. At least it's not in the fucking winter. That's true. And at least it's not uh, in the middle of August heat in Wisconsin and you're wearing a full suit. Have I done that before? Yes, you have. Uh, you were not a groomsman. You were a uh, usher. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I was For an outdoor s- wedding. I was sweating freaking schnats. Sweating schnats. Yeah. Was that like a blue, navy blue suit, too? It was great. Oh, was it great? Pouring. Pouring sweat. Yeah, it was. It was good times. I loved that wedding. Every that was a time lot of fun. is good times. I tell you what, there's not long, There's not much times I don't have a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why Sean and I very much like try to appreciate every single day. Mm-hmm. At least I think we do. I don't know. I just, I like life has already seemed like it's gone too fast, especially in the past two years. Mm-hmm. Um, so we try to literally just live one day at a time and try making it not go so fast. Life started speeding up at 14. Mm-hmm. Life really started speeding up in college. Oh, yeah. Then you finish college and you got a career and life sped up even more i i never thought transitioning from and this is where i'm probably going to differ from most people i went from like during school i was like i can't wait for the weekend to now in like my career i'm like god it's friday shit i wish it was still like monday or tuesday so i had more time there's a few days, like a few weeks. I, I wish that. Because I know for a fact, like, I'm not going to have the same momentum come Monday. No, you lose that. Like, there's so many times when I'm like, dude, I hate that I have shit planned for the weekend. Because I almost just want to keep working through. Like, I'm getting good momentum. I'm feeling good. Sometimes it takes Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday to ramp up in a week. Oh, yeah. Like, dude, so much of my fucking, like, honestly... Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm going to be honest with you. All three days this week so far has been piddly little stuff here and there not getting much accomplished. I know tomorrow Kyle and I are going to be able to focus all day doing trim. And we're really going to see a lot of progress. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be able to go into Friday doing the same thing. And so that's one of those scenarios where like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday really is was kind of like a weekend for me because like barely anything got done. I had more time to relax than I should have, but I just had little tiny things where like now would be a phenomenal time to like ramp up and work through the weekend with the momentum, mm-hmm. you know? Or like in the future on sun- Saturday, Sunday, do those little tiny things. Right? Oh, that's a good idea, actually. Yeah. I didn't think of that. Golly Because how much of those little tiny things, like, are, like, just for you? Right? Like, it's not both of you. Well, there's a lot of stuff that, like, him and I could do, like, <clears throat> like, um, where, yeah, at a point where he could, either one of us could have just done that stuff, um, except for, like, some of the heavy lifting. But besides that, like, 
yeah, we could have just done it on our own, most of it. Right. So, yeah, I mean, that's definitely, that's definitely true. So. Um. Good. I lost my train of thought. I got distracted by Mimi. Okay, good. The hardest thing with that, right, is just like we talked about last week, and this is what I hate, hate, hate. Henry Ford created the four hour or the forty hour work week, uh, Monday yes. through Friday. We knew this. We've talked about this I know a we lot. Have. Um, but we we saw it again yesterday in Audrey's presentation at Wiscoria. Um, and it just reminded me about it. The forty hour work week was never a thing until Henry Ford invented it to keep his factories running. You know, there's too much burnout and they were like people wouldn't keep showing up because they would come into work and work long days every single day and they kept getting people to not show up, not show up, not show up. So they figured out, you know, how to break it down and make it work. And they came up with five days a week, eight hour days, three shifts in a in a day, and um that's where you get forty hour work week. And so this is, this is, uh, and we've talked about this with other things. And this is what really like, this is what really pisses me off really is because of something that happened 100 years ago, we decided that that's going to just be the pack. That's going to be the new thing. And there's no science behind it. There's zero. It's so annoying. And so it's like, okay, we, companies are open now Monday through Friday. Why? Why can't shit just fucking, I understand some, I mean, companies vary completely, right? But like, why can't it be, oh, you can just kind of come in and work whenever you want, get shit done whenever you want. I understand there's a lot of businesses that don't necessarily operate that way and and you can't operate that way because of teams and shit like that. Um, But I'm just like, dude, why did this happen? You know what I'm saying? Right. How did this happen? Now, if we go back even farther, this is the this is the next thing that really fucking well, I can go on this deep. So the first thing that's annoying is a forty hour work week. Why did we come up with that? Why is it Monday through Friday? Why do we have weekends off? Like, why don't we just work a little bit every day? And if you want to take a week off, you take a week off. You know? Where did this shit come from? You don't need vacation pay. You just have to budget to have a week off. I don't get like I don't get where we think we're so entitled to this shit. I mean, doesn't the U.S. offer like pretty close to the least amount of pay time off? Good. We shouldn't like people think we need handouts, and this is this is where my point's leading to. Two hundred years ago, before the or so like when when was the industrial revolution when factories and shit started becoming a thing that was like wasn't that late 80 uh around 18 or i think it started like 1860s 1850s i think so around that time right is when people transitioned to being employed 200 years ago okay 200 years ago the major it was over 80% of people were self-employed. Over 80% of people were self-employed 200 years ago. Mm-hmm. Why do we base our whole civilization off of shit that has occurred in the last 200 years? The last 100 years. And then we talk about retirement, which had never been a thing. I understand we're living longer. I understand that. Okay, 
maybe part of living longer is you have to figure out how to not work for the rest of your life. Because before, you would just work till you die. 200 years ago, you worked till you die. Now, we have to take care of you because you are not responsible enough to save up for your own retirement because now you can live longer than before. No. Fuck that. Figure it out. And if you work until the day you die, you work till the day you die. But just as the only shitty thing, it's like, I feel like a lot of people would have made better retirement plans knowing that Social Security was a failure. Okay, so Social Security is a failure. That started in, we talked about this, that started in like the 1920s or 30s, right? Right. Social Security. You have to think, like, if the government's going to offer you a program like that, like, be like, hey, we're going to take this amount out of your check, and then we're going to give it back to you when you need to retire. Right? Like. They should give you an option. Right. But they didn't. So they didn't. had to do that. Yep. So we have to pay Medicare, we have to pay Social Security, <clears throat> and we have to pay uh, way more tax than we should have to, okay? But then, so that, right? And now the whole idea, the whole norm is a 401k or an IRA, right? It's some sort of retirement fund. That shit's only been around for 50 years. Five zero years. 50. 50 years. Most people are older than that. Like, half our population's older than that. So it's going to be the same issue of Social Security when everyone tries to cash those out at the same time again. Because all the same people started them at the same time. Exactly. So it's like, people are going to be cashing so much out of their stocks. All the baby boomers that retire are going to be cashing out so much of their stocks to, to go into retirement. Those company valuations are just going to go down and down and on and on. I understand there will be buying and shit of it, but there's going to be so much selling as 10,000 people retire a day. 10,000 people retire a day right now. When baby boomers were born in the 30s? I don't know. 40s? I think 40s. So they would be 80. No, that's not right. Let me look up boomers. I'll look up boomers real quick, babe. Because it was after the war. I thought it was after World War II. Um, Wait, can I? Baby boomers. Oh, shit. Hmm. My mic hasn't been working. So, Baby Boomer is 1946 to 1964, which would put us at um, the low end is 58, so we still have like seven years of retirement roughly. Oof. And so, but I mean, we're we're already pretty balls deep into it. Um, But, uh, oh, for people uh, watching the video down the road someday, we had some technical difficulties. Um, The mic quit working, so we took a few minutes to get that figured out and yep. now we're back rolling um so yeah um but here's what here's what here's what pees me off right i understand we've had technological advances mm-hmm. i'm following that right mm-hmm. but why did we throw out like i don't know how fucking long humans have actually been around right because who knows aliens could have like invented us and shit we don't really know mm-hmm. okay um, we could have been through multiple like world crashes and then comebacks. We could have been at this stage already before, you know, like we could have been here before and then the world crumbled and then it took like rebuilding f- like a million year li- million years later to get us here. Or we could have been on a different planet. Could have been on a different planet. They could have mm-hmm. implanted us here. Do you just don't know, right? Like you don't know. Okay, where so, is this going? Where this is going. Say humanity's been around for what they claim hundreds of thousands of years. Okay. Okay? Why the fuck did we throw all that shit out the window for the past 200 years? I couldn't tell you. And so, 
if you look at history, we are we are incapable of learning from history, right? I mean, fucking COVID's the next Nazi Germany. They literally have camps in Australia, right? They have camps in Australia where they put people that aren't vaccinated. Did you know half of the Democratic voters approve of putting un- the unvaccinated in camps in the U.S.? That's if those polls are correct. But yeah, it's insane. Mm-hmm. And so here's the thing. We can't even learn from 80 years ago. We're too stupid and naive to learn from 80 years ago, okay? And we just throw all this shit out the window. Just gone. Whatever. We're just living in our great little cupcake world that keeps falling apart. And people aren't happy. People haven't been happy. I don't understand why we can't just fucking take a step back. Look at history again. Like all of it. And go, hey, we don't actually have to do this shit. Like, we can change some stuff around. But no, let's let the government run our lives. Let's let them give us free handouts. Let's work a 40-hour work week. But 40 hours is getting tough, you know. So maybe we should work a 32-hour work week. And uh, I just need I need more stimulus from the government because it's, what I'm making just isn't cutting it. And minimum wage needs to go up too, I completely forgot this started with a 40-hour work week. Yeah, You went on a fucking cycle. That's what I'm saying. I bring it full circle for our listeners. Yeah, sure. I let this stuff, this this stuff marinates in my brain and I just want to feed it to you guys. Yeah. So, I will say, I mean, for some jobs, like desk jobs, um, it's like proven to, like, people are more productive if they have... If they work less, if they yes. work like 36 or 32 hours. Uh, probably even less, yes. Yeah. Um, obviously, like with manual labor jobs, I'm sure you and Kyle could be a little more productive if you like scheduled less hours. Okay, yep. I don't, I don't know if that would be as effective though for like what your field is. Do you? That is one thing I've always wondered about, right? Because <clears throat> depending on the job... And the site, you have to set up and tear down. And the setup and tear down is quite a... It's an hour of your day. Right. Set up and tear down is an hour of your day. So you don't really want to do an hour set up for four hours of work. Not making a lot of sense. And that's where where I say some of these things... This isn't a set in stone thing, right? Some of these things change. Mm -hmm. So maybe, maybe you do work... 12-hour days in construction or something instead. But you could work four 12-hour days or three 12-hour days. Right. Because then, oh, that'd actually work. If you did three 12-hour days, that's 36 hours. But you'd be more productive because that is two hours less that week you would be taking down and or putting up and tearing down. Right. Yep. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, there's there's ways, right? And with like monster energy where you can keep working and stuff. Um, I'm just fucking with you guys. But yeah, like caffeine get you through those three days and then you have four days off or whatever it is um or shit maybe you just fucking maybe you just work till a job is done and then take like a week or two off and take a week or two off maybe that's what you do maybe you work non-stop for like oh for five weeks six weeks till a job is complete you get your payday at the end of that right you like you just crush ass for fucking what's five times seven uh 35 you work 35 
to 42 days straight. No days off. 12-hour days. Okay? And then you're like, oh, fuck. I just got a big payday. I'm taking two weeks off. I would need then more than two weeks. One. For that length of time? Why? Because... Yeah, but why just just what would that be? So what would five to six weeks would be ten to twelve days? Instead of taking fourteen days off. You get more time off. I suppose. Um so is that how the twelve hour work week is supposed to be? You're supposed to work every single day for those twelve weeks? No. Or is it a Monday through Friday thing? It doesn't matter. However, whatever it takes to get your, your things done. Well, because don't the, you design weekly weekly goals to daily tasks tasks yeah so i guess oh you can design it however you want if you want to do it every single day or if you want to do it monday through friday or monday through thursday oh you just do one day you don't even have to do a task in a week if you don't want to mm-hmm. interesting okay however you want to make it um can we get off of this depressing topic fine i mean i know you like it i love this shit sean listens to like a lot of like andy Frisella and rob bailey and they i mean I feel like know so much about, so they, much more about what's going on. They question the norm. Yeah. They're not willing to ask these, qu- they, they are willing to ask these questions that a lot of people don't think about. Then mm-hmm. they just, they've done it for so much longer. I mean, they're older than us. Yeah. So, well, so Andy's been in business for 23 years and then uh, Rob Bailey's been in business for 15 so, yeah, I mean, they're just more experienced than us. Mm-hmm. Yep. They've probably seen this shit for longer. I've oh. seen it, like, building up this whole time. Absolutely. And, I mean, we kind of are just starting to, like, put our toes into it. Mm-hmm. Um, not business, but, like, I mean, the rough side of the world. And it's very interesting because uh, Carrie today, Carrie came up to us, and we were talking about something. Um, housing prices or something. And we were talking about why car prices are so expensive, and it's because of the chip shortage. Or they say a chip shortage, right? Right. Well, because there's, what, only seven factories in the world that make it. One of them burned down, and I think almost the rest of them are in Asia, which Asia is having a huge COVID problem, so they're not able to work as much, blah, blah, blah. Or they say. Right. And Carrie's like, well, why don't they open up a factory in the U.S.? Sean? Why? Wouldn't someone open up a factory in the U.S.? You looking for logical answers, or are you looking for business. conspiracy answers? Business answers, not conspiracy. Business. <clears throat> um. So here's a couple, actually. Um. So number one, labor's way more expensive. Correct. Okay, labor's way more expensive in the states. I do not know what their uh, what their working conditions are like, um, but OSHA is going to play a huge role in how they run these factories. Mm-hmm. And so, not only is the labor a lot more intensive, they are also going to have a lot more rules and guidelines they're going to have to follow. Correct. <clears throat> so those are two things that that make making the product so much more expensive. Okay. Mm-hmm. However. The prices of everything's already gone up so much that it would actually maybe offset already. We might just have these prices set up a little higher. Um, it, like this might be the new the new norm price if, if they did that, right? Right. Um, other things that could be why they don't. Um, patents. 
patents or rights. So if these companies over in Asia have the rights to these chips and they have patents on those chips, and so we aren't actually allowed to create those chips. That's a an idea. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's possible. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I don't know how patents and trademarks work uh, cross-country, right? Like I'm, between I'm, different countries. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. Um, so, I mean, that's an idea of mine is another reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, another reason I have or an idea I have is... <clears throat> People might be naive enough to think these companies don't all work together. Right. Okay. So we're talking. Are you going back into conspiracies? I'm not. I am not. They just did this. The top 10 people in the world. The top 10 people in the world. So we got Musk. We got Bezos. Bill Gates. Um. Uh, like I think it's the Walmart dude, Warren Buffett, right? Top 10 guys. Right. They hold, them combined, hold the same wealth as 70% of the world. Oh. So 10 people hold the same wealth as 70% of the world okay or 70 70 percent of the money in the world they own in their wealth 10 people wow so here's the thing with that right ford gm tesla toyota every car manufacturer are huge billion dollar companies okay multi-billion dollar companies Mm -hmm. all of them Mm -hmm. Do not act like these companies do not work together. Because they follow a similar... Like, it's like this. Okay. Hey, I sell oranges. Okay. Sam also... No, fuck that. Gas. Gas prices. If you got gas at $3.10 up the road, you can bet your ass across town it's within 10 cents. Everywhere mimics each other. Every gas station kind of has a rule like, hey, we're all going to be around the same price. But it's probably because they're getting the same gas from the same place. Yes. But when they get their barrels in, mm-hmm. most likely they're ordering their barrels, say say they're getting it at $2, uh, a, or $2 a gallon. Say that that's what they're getting it at, right? Mm-hmm. So they know they're getting all this gas in, in, in and they know, okay, so for the rest of this, we just need to get $3 to, to make our profit, right? Right. As soon as barrel prices go up, their prices go up. They have enough stock to keep charging $3. But since barrel prices went up, their prices go up. It has nothing to do with how much they have in stock. If barrel prices are going up, their, their prices are going up. If barrel prices are going down, their prices will go down. So the, the point I'm getting at here, right, is these companies work together in essence for setting prices why do you think the average car across the board the average like price for a car now is like twenty seven thousand nine hundred. okay that's across the board every brand that's kind of like their base is around that like that's a pretty average price of a car for every brand excluding the high quality mercedes um 
uh, Lexus, shit like that, right? Mm -hmm. So if these companies are like, hey, guys, yes, we could have a factory here, but this is actually working out in our benefit. We're always sold out. There's such a high demand. All prices have gone up over, you know, all prices have gone up, like, depending on the vehicle, probably 20% since this has happened. So if all these companies are working together, like, well, why would we just, why would we open up a company here? Because then the demand's going to go down and we're not going to be making as much. So we might as well just let them keep doing their thing. We'll all work together, play by the, play by the same rules and we'll make a lot more money. That is definitely conspiracy theory. That's not conspiracy theory. How is it not? I, oh, my mic cut out again. The fuck? I don't know. I'm telling you, though, that I don't think that's conspiracy theory. Uh, technical difficulties again, gang. Um, wait one. We're going to use the backup mic. All right. Now i got to sit on Mimi, too. Oh, did you do a hammer? Okay, sorry, guys. This is a rough night, apparently. So, Sam... Explain to me why you believe that's a conspiracy theory. I think it's because it, to me it just seems like like simple economics, right? Like there's a supply and demand chain, right? So the demand for these these chips is going to be the same across all the car companies because they all need them. Yep. Um, so obviously when the demand of those is still high, but they're not getting the supply of those then obviously they're going to raise their prices of all their regular things Yep. because then it'll slow down the, like, want for those. Yeah. Um, so, like, to me, like, everyone's raising prices because they don't have the supply to fulfill all, like, what everyone would want to buy at a lower price. But that wasn't your question. Oh, why don't they open a company here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean... I, I don't think it has to do with all the car companies, right? Okay. I honestly, because they're not the ones that, do, do they own the chip companies? They might. We don't know that. We don't know. So uh, that's why I wouldn't even put them into play because they are so many different car companies and they all use them. Mm-hmm. Um... So, yeah, I think the reason that they won't is because taxes are so expensive in the U.S. Work, um, paying employees, and insurance for employees is so expensive in the U.S. Mm -hmm. um, it's ridiculous. So, like, this is why, like, whenever there's a Republican in office, they usually know about business. And they know businesses, like, look at profit and loss. Well, if you have to pay an employee more money to work, here, like, probably, I'm guessing more than double here than in oh, other God, countries. Oh, God, yeah. Whoa, big time. Way more than that. Right? Like, so, yep. obviously, they're going to outsource their work. And yes. now, we're importing more goods and we're exporting because nobody wants to fucking own a company here. Yes. you. That, that, that right there is the logical, the logical thing. I just wanted to go into conspiracy theories. I know you do. Dude, oh, my God. Dude, Sets <laughs> fucked you up. No, that's not true. I've been on this track for years. Okay, but he like reignited that fire again. You were like an em like a fireplace with like embers, 
And he's the one who just fucking poured gasoline on it. He stoked it. Yeah. 100%. A little bit. But, I mean, that's all shit I look into anyways, and I talk about that shit all the time. I know you do. But um, I was asking you a simple business question, not a fucking I gave, question. I gave you... I gave you the business answer. Right. And then I played into the topic I like. Yep. Um, playing off of that, um, the the outsourcing to different countries, mm-hmm. I think that's dangerous. It's very dangerous. And that's why, like, like, Trump, like, he was trying to get more people to, like, bring their factories back to the U.S. Right. So that's, like, been a huge thing, like... That I know, like, Republicans have focused on. Right. And Democrats are just like, nope, fucking tax the rich, help the poor. So then all big business people are just like, well, fuck this. I'm not having my factories here. Well, so how crazy would this be, right? I, I want to I hit on two topics, mm-hmm. okay? The first part, how crazy would it be if we were self-sufficient here in the United States? Right. I just realized something. I'm going to get you off track. Um, your uncle and aunt are going to be very disgusted with me and my potty mouth today. Did you swear? I swore like five times. Oh my God. Anyways. So, um, how, uh, I, I think a lot of like smaller countries are self-sufficient. They are. A lot of smaller countries are like, uh, uh, what's that one country that has no allies, Switzerland or Sweden? Switzerland. Switzerland. No, no allies. And they are a self-sufficient country. It's. And, and I'm not saying that's the best way because I do. If you look at macro scale, it's not the best way because macro is you outsource stuff that uh, like you if you can get it produced somewhere else cheaper, utilize your strengths. This is the this is the same thing in business, right? Like utilize your strengths and utilize other people's strengths so why would we hone in on our weaknesses of making chips when we can focus on making the 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 vehicle right like the big factory making of the vehicle um and then we'll just import the chips because that's their strength and this is our strength right so macroeconomic scale it makes sense why we have treaties why we work with other countries, why we have allies, things like that. Mm-hmm. Macroeconomics can make sense. Now, <clears throat> playing into that, when there's things like this, like the chip shortage, that affects our country a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and oil prices too uh, affects us a lot. Oh yeah, because didn't we like fuck up a uh, oil trading thing with Saudi Arabia or something recently? Um, I'm sh- well. I, I mean, part part of the pullout of Iran makes that shaky waters. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, Don, like Trump did something that like made it good, and then instantly Biden was like, "Fuck that." Well, he you mean? It all yeah, up. I mean that was the same thing with Biden just pulling out of Iran. Yeah. Right. Was it Iran or Afghanistan? Yeah, Afghanistan. I mean, whatever. One of the Who two. Say, whatever. Um, so anyhow, here's the thing with all of this. I think it's really smart to have a strong foothold self-sufficient country okay and then we can supplement that okay we can supplement by outsourcing and using other people's stuff but we should have a good solid base here mm-hmm. yeah because uh that was like the main issue with like toilet paper mm. like when there was a toilet paper sh- shortage yeah like 
I'm pretty sure that was on like a cargo ship somewhere that like couldn't come or like got uh, stuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's what that was. But we were also talking about like that in general is right now. Um, like so at my work, I'm in the shipping department. So we deal a lot with boxes and cardboard. And right now we've had a huge time getting a lot of the boxes we need. Um, but it's because of right now with like how COVID is being addressed, um, a lot of paper mills are shutting down in the U.S. In the U.S., pa- paper mm. mills are shutting down because they like can't have enough. They don't have enough workers to yeah. like do the job. Well, I mean, right now the uh, and people don't want to do that job. Yeah. So right now, um, the current administration is ruining our country. Uh, that, that I mean, that's a fact, right? Like that. That is a fact. Um, people people don't want to work. You can now, if you just call in the work and say, hey, I'm sick, you don't have to go in. Right, Two, no consequences. No nothing. consequences. Two years ago, you call in and you're sick, like, get a doctor's note. Get a doctor's note or get your ass to work. It's not a case anymore. Hey, I got the sniffles. Oh, yep. You know what? We can't write you up. Right. And so they, they're ruining the country. That it, That's happening. We're going to see how this all pans out. I hope it doesn't completely run into shambles. Um but like look like we've talked about it look at california right hugely democratic state right good like maybe they like they shouldn't have any homeless people right because they probably want to help out their poor yeah they have the the highest percentage of homeless people out of any other state by far right um so if people are getting government assistance and stuff like that uh you would think that the crime rate would go down right you know, you would think the crime rate rate would go down, right? Because everyone's getting help. So if you're getting government help, you shouldn't need to steal anything. Yeah, crazy, huh? Why, why, why is crime rate up there? Correct. There's actually a couple reasons. With COVID, they did release a lot of prisoners from jail and prison. Yeah. Um, with COVID, because they didn't want uh, that filling up the the jails and prisons. COVID so. Th- What's that? They didn't want COVID to spread. Yeah, they want COVID to spread inside the yeah, into the prison. So what they do, they let criminals back on the street. They did that in a, in a mass quantity in a lot of different states. Yeah, and it was there was like a huge problem in Eau Claire and Chippewa. Not for the fact like we have crazy criminals. It was like people that were on um um, they call it Huber here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, where if you get like uh, too many DUIs, then you have to go sit in jail. Um, but. Like, a lot of times you can get work release, so you pretty much live at the jail, you go to work, go back to the jail. Um, so there's a lot of people that all of a sudden got released from jail and yep. had nowhere to fucking live. Yeah, yep, yep. So that was, like, a huge problem here for a little while because they also don't have money. Right. Because all their money is going to pay for their fines and for their stay in jail. Yep. Um, yeah, Sean and I just watched this craziest video of... Um, in LA, there's like this one main trail li- train line yep. that carries a lot of packages, like UPS packages, Amazon packages. Yep. Um, and if the train has to stop there, tons of people just fucking hop on the train, break the doors open, and start stealing the packages. Yeah, they've been doing that. So I guess they've been doing that for a full month now. Yeah, and like we saw the video. Literally, the guy said, like, up and down the tracks from as far as you can see, it's just all cardboard, plastic packaging, like, the wrapping from the outside, just the whole way. And he said it was cleaned up a month prior. Mm -hmm. 
and now it's just full of garbage. Yep. But it's just people fucking... And they have no consequences. Mm-hmm. If they get caught, they're back out on the streets the next day because the judge says it's just a misdemeanor. Yeah. Um, opening up people's mail is a fucking felony. Yeah, but not oh in a God, democratic state. Um, yeah, apparently not. Uh, apparently, it seems like you can get away with murder there, and it's fine. I saw a meme today. I don't know if it's true, but if it is, I LOL'd hard. Um, there, there's no more U-Hauls in the state of California. Do people just keep stealing them? No. So many people are leaving and bringing them to other states and nobody's moving back in. Oh, so no. Oh. So they're out of U-Hauls. I saw that at Beam today and I was like, if this is true, that's funny. That's really funny. And you have to think, think how many big businesses were in California. And now oh, they're moving out. Bro, so many. Taxes are so high there. Wages are so high there. Dude, income tax is like... Um, no, state tax is like 13%. Yeah, and isn't... Whack. Um, like, uh, property tax is really high there, too, isn't it? Everything's high in California. Yeah, because... Especially the homeless. They... Yeah. <laughs> but it's because they need so much money to give free money to all these people that don't feel like working. Get a job. It's not that hard. Dude, every... Okay, every... some... There are people in situations that I understand, like... Like, people in Sean's group homes, yes, they should be able to live off the government. Like, there are people with, like, conditions that cannot work. That is fine. I will say that. Um, but, like, there is no reason for someone to be homeless. None. Everywhere is hiring. Get a job. Yeah, but they don't want to. Yeah, that's their problem. Then we should stop no, paying them free money. No, it's, it's our problem because we got to pay, pay for them to live because we live in a democratic country. Um, this is why I am so pro Singapore. Dude, mm-hmm. Singapore, we all just got to fucking do. We just need to we need to look at Singapore and then we just need to go, okay, how do they operate? Boom, drop it into the US. Do Andy Fursella talks about that too. That like Singapore is fucking strict. They are very clean. Very They're clean. a professional country. Mm-hmm. That that is one of they're one of the um like most neutral countries that like everybody works with they're like the world's safest country too dude well and, well, and we found out why when we were there do you know how fucking strict they are I mean, we were learning about it john dude it's stupid they'll fucking put you in jail for like spitting yeah we've learned about that oh i love it dude yeah, if you spit, especially if you spit gum on the street, like mm-hmm. that's a felony, I believe. It is. It's crazy. Um, but here's the deal. And you don't want to be in their jails. No. So like, I and, oh god, yeah, go ahead. Um, because what we learned is, so I've been to Singapore twice. Uh, the first time I went was about eight years ago. No, eight. Yeah. Mm. Um, and it's honestly has always been my favorite country i love singapore it is a beautiful so clean you feel so safe it's crazy i love it um and then sean and i got to go four years ago and um the first time i made a friend um harith who obviously lives there um so when we went back the second time we got to meet up with him again and he was telling us about like some of the things and like all men are required to join the military there. Yeah, you have to serve until you're 37. Yeah, so you do two <clears throat> full years. Two years active. Once you're 18. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and like he was able to postpone for a year so he could um, study 
and uh, to get into um, college, college, yep. university. Um, but yeah, so then he did his two full years, and then you are like in the reserves until you're 37, and you just what you get called to go back for two weeks, like every. I think it's very similar. It's it's a very similar thing to the reserves in the U.S. Um, I think they do some weekend stuff every now and again, and they do two weeks during the summer um, or something like that. Yeah. yeah, but what I really so you got to think like every male there like probably knows how to shoot someone. Well, so not only do they know how to shoot someone, what they have a sense they have a sense of they have a sense of pride. They have a sense of, of relations with the country that, you know, here they say only like 1% in the U.S. has served. So when you only have 1% of people who have experienced that patriotic sort of duty, um, where in Singapore you have 50% of people and those 50% of people most likely on 25-30% have spouses. Yeah. So those those spouses are going to have a similar sense of, of duty. Yeah. Right? Um, and then the kids come up and the kids see that, right? Um, and, and so I'm not saying we have to implement uh, a mandatory service. I believe, I believe there should be a mandatory service. Of some kind. Of some kind. Um, does it have to be military? No, it could be some sort of government service of some sort. The only thing where this is this is gonna start to fudge me up, um, and this is gonna go against my capitalist beliefs, is that's gonna involve us paying more taxes. So you're kind of gonna get me stumped up there, and that's where my, that's where I crisscross on my beliefs. Yeah, I'm I don't curious, know how that would work out. I'm curious what their tax rates are like. That's one thing we haven't looked into much. I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure. That, 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 though, is where, like, I'm very, very capitalist, less government control, but I do believe service is a good thing for, like, your sense of country. Yeah. And that's also going to help us with all the fat doughboy motherfuckers, right? Yeah. Um, did you know, so the first time I was there, Harris gave me a Singapore flag pin. Okay. Um, and it's actually, like, a huge huge thing to be given that like in from someone like, is that right? singaporean yeah it's like uh oh uh, why can't i think of like what it actually like means but like it means that they like really trust you and like they think you are like a good a good person oh super cool mm-hmm. that's super cool um yeah i still have it actually eight years later yeah. i still got it that's cool i i don't know i don't know how i that just like shows like their pride for their country like yes i mean they don't do it here like where everything is american flagged like no no they no, use no. it as like a symbol for like pure and um like good goodness good in yeah. the world yeah um and also a huge part of their population is muslim yes um i think that has to do a lot with their like or that like plays a lot into like their strictness yes i believe it does i believe that plays a huge role into their mm. strictness but there's no reason that can't be implemented here right no um there is no reason yeah it's what it is so many people here do not know do not understand a third do not do not know what a third world country is 
so many people have had it so easy and cush here Mm -hmm. that we've gone from actual problems to 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 like our biggest issue right now is if you were called the wrong gender dude if you were born in 1920 1920 you lived through a depression you lived through a world war was it uh uh what was the big like sandstorm too oh yeah the um where where all the crops and stuff the sand bowl yeah yeah yep uh where where they didn't have crops for like i think it was like five years because they did so much of tilling of the soil that they wrecked the soil and they couldn't grow crops yeah and it the, was dust like, the dust bowl the dust bowl yes. yeah because it was like super because nothing would grow so all yeah. the dirt became sand yeah so it was like really dry um and i think then they had like locusts was a huge issue Okay, what's a locust? Um, it's like a bigger grasshopper that like, uh, I think like bites you. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be fighting, killing those things. Yeah, the, it was like a huge issue during that too, cause so that like those would also eat crops. Uh huh. Yeah, it was a bad time, and then they invented pesticides. Oh yeah, that makes sense. So think of, think of, you're born in the twenties. Okay, you spend your childhood living in the depression. Okay, then. You turn 25, and you go to war. War, A very, very bad war. A very bad war. You see family and friends die in front of you. A lot. A lot. The whole nation changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's when women started working too, right? Because yeah, all wh- the men were at war, so. Women had to run the country, essentially. Yeah. yeah. And so, war so, ends. That you Go ahead. That must have been when they invented daycares then too, right? I don't know the answer to that. Okay, anyway, sorry. Um, but so then people come back, and that's when the world really starts to thrive. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, and we talked about this on different episodes, Perfect. there should have been a massive depression after that. A massive depression after that. But that's when they started interest rates. That's when they started debts. That's when they started loans. Yeah. Was in the in 46, 1946 when they started like loans on a mass scale and debt on a mass scale. And that is I believe. So these people coming back from war to keep them in good spirits, they created these things to keep them in high spirits. That I believe was a mistake. A, a mistake. I I think they should have came back from war. They should have had their depression or recession or whatever it was, and they should have just built back slowly. Yeah. Um, the, the reason they had that was when the men came back, there wasn't enough demand and jobs for them, so they didn't have a purpose, men, um, because the women had been doing these jobs, and the majority of jobs at the time was to supply stuff for war. Mm-hmm. And so when they came back from war, a huge world war that lasted many years, they there was no jobs. There was nothing for them to do because everything they'd been doing for the past, I think, what was it, I think eight, eight, nine years, something like that, was um, war. Was was getting stuff for war. Right. Um, and so they started consumerism. And, That's crazy. And. So consumerism and debt on a large scale has only been around for 80 years. 
That's insane. Dude. And so people have such a false sense of reality, right? Because so now these people have just spent 25 years of their, oh, sorry. So 20, so they would have went to war when they were like 18 till they're 25. So they've spent 25 years of literal hell, 25 years of hell. Now they got 20 years of good, okay? Then their kids start going to war again. Oh, was that Vietnam? Vietnam. Mm -hmm. Kids start going to war. There wasn't a depression at that time then, was there? No. Mm -mm. So was the last depression 2008? Because that was what? Was that technically a depression or was that a recession? I think that was technically a recession. What's the difference? Uh, I don't know the exact difference a recession is like where you have multiple quarters of downtime and a depression is something else i'd have to look up the exact term i don't know okay i don't actually care enough right now um but you care about all this other history <laughs> shit. no i mean i'll look it up i just don't like taking time to look it up and then there's that weird awkward dead space um okay this i'm sorry sean had to be one of the hardest episodes we ever recorded for me why? Because I had to listen to your conspiracy theories and then a history lesson. I'm sure there are people that are going to really enjoy this. Do you not do you not like my history lessons? No. I'll make sure that you save it for the podcast now cuz then other people can get your history lessons. Wait, what? What do you mean? Maybe you should get off your phone. I'm looking at what a depression is. You want to know? You want to know what they come up with? Depression. Sure. Symptoms, test, medication, quiz. I I'm trying to figure out like a depression. How to a depression in the world? Um, econ- economy. 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 Depression. Economy. Yeah. Um, but so here they everything is just all about recession versus depression. Here, this should help. Oh my gosh, a recession is a gradual decline of the economy that occurs over at least six months. So it was a depression in 2008, wasn't it? Since 1854, the United States has experienced 33 recessions and only one depression. When was it? That was 1920, the Great Depression. Wait, oh, did you say since the 1900s? Since 1854. Uh, so recently uh, okay it's a good excuse to learn recession um oh i said that you can keep your history lessons for the podcast um so then i don't have to listen to them outside of this oh that makes sense okay yep. yep on the other hand a depression is an extended recession or serious decline in the economy that lasts for years no so 2008 only lasted the one year yeah For a depression to be in effect, unemployment rates need to rise above 20%, and there needs to be a significant decline in the gross domestic product. I'm wondering if, like, COVID will almost be a depression time. No, because... um, Because we... First off, we didn't reach high enough unemployment. Second off, the economy, because of all the stimulus, went so high... That there wasn't an actual stage of a declining economy. Also, there's no way that 20% of the U.S. workforce 
did not work in like restaurants or bars or like everywhere that had to close. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I mean, that makes sense. There's a lot of bars and restaurants. I didn't think of that. Right? Like, that's what hmm. I'm... So, because now that I'm thinking about it, like, only, like, they said 13% of the population. Yeah, but most places didn't shut down for more than two weeks. They just went on, like, limited staff. I know. I think they had to shut down for, like, two months. Is that... That really happened? Yeah. I think it might have actually been longer that than that. happened. Yeah, it was miserable. How did we let this happen in our country? Because everyone was told, like, just these two weeks, and then we can move on, like, back on with life. Hey, Sam, how do you control a country? Keep them uneducated and scared. Hmm. Seems like that happened the past two years. You know what I really, really want, Sean? Like, so badly, and it doesn't happen to me ever. Tell me. I want someone to come to me and try to explain COVID and, like, tell me why I'm wrong. Hmm. And then I can be like, well, did you study microbiology? Hmm. And most likely, they're going to tell me no. Yeah. Um, well, see here, even even the CDC and who can explain what COVID is. And if they do explain what it is, it changes in the next couple of weeks. Well, I'm aware. And it's been doing that on a rotation for two years. And now they're saying there's actually going to be a fourth strand of COVID and that Omicron's not going to be the last strand of COVID, even though Omicron now has been shown that it's just the common cold, but it's got a COVID, um, like bot antibody or COVID, what's the? Spike. Sp- a spike protein, right? Yep. A COVID spike protein with it. Um, it's like, Sean, Sean, Sean. Yeah. It's like viruses mutate. Yeah, it's kind of wild. Oh my God, who didn't know that? I think almost everybody knew that. But now so many people, these people wanted a purpose in life. Um, People wanted a purpose. And now they have something to wrap their identity around because they didn't have anything meaningful in their own personal lives. Mm -hmm. So these people that, that just were kind of going with the flow they don't have a purpose, which is a massive population. Yeah. Like, I, I'm talking, I bet you people that don't truly believe they have a purpose has to be, um, has to be, I would say, around 60%. Yeah. yeah. I'm just throwing out a random number. But, like, if you think about all the people around you and all just the worker be people who don't really question society and just kind of, they just kind of live. Yeah, what did we say? They just, like coast through life or yeah i mean they just like they literally just they're just floating through life with without a purpose and i think so many people lack a purpose a a clear reason of being um that this is finally something that they can identify with uh and they can relate with right and so now they have the purpose of being the mask police or the the vaccine police. Yeah. They have a purpose now, and that's to crush other people mentally. or It's to ruin the economy, to ruin the government. They finally have a sense of purpose and power that mm-hmm. they've never had before. Right. Um, Why do you, th- like, I just don't get how COVID, like, triggered so many of these people. It, it and so it's been i think it's been a it's been a gradual um 
Like, yeah, 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 I see what you're... It, um, gradually, I think it's, like, been the rise of social media. Like, um, we see it more, and people can hide behind their computer screens now. Like, right, like, people are able to have a voice and not be, like, really confronted almost. Um, yep. Right, because, like, they can hide behind a screen, so they can comment on something and then never look at back at what people reply to you. Yes. Um, plus it's not as hurtful when you read it over a screen than if someone's telling you in your face. Unless you're a soy boy. Right. Um, so I feel like the rise of social media has probably definitely have done that. <clears throat> I think it's played such a massive role. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think it's desens- desensitization. Um, and, and why I say that is if you look back through the past, I, it's honestly, it's not that long. It's like 15 years. It's only 15 years. If you look back 15 years to when Obama first ran for president, Mm -hmm. the definition or like what a Democrat was then is now what a Republican stands for outside of abortion. So we're talking being desensitized to such radical change that that has been pushed on us Mm -hmm. has changed from people that used to be Republicans, like a a real Republican 15 years ago, um, they're dem- every single one of them is, is a Democrat now. Yeah, I mean, haven't you seen like the the true scale? Like, um, I think like Bernie Sanders is far far left. Yeah, 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 very very liberal. Yep. Um, but like all Republicans these days are like moderate. Oh yeah. So in other countries, view our political parties like there are no Republicans. Like no. they're moderate. Mm-hmm. We have moderates and we have liberals. Yeah. Um, it's. It's pretty crazy to to see that, that that desensitization period happened radically. We're talking from probably like 04 until now. So 18 years probably. Because that was part of the Bush administration rolling into Obama. Mm-hmm. Um, Obama to Trump, Trump to, to um, let's go Brandon. Hey, hey Sean, um, who, what political party wanted to free the slaves? That would be the Republican Party. Yep, yep. What party wanted to keep their slaves? That would be the the Democrats. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, Interesting. But Republicans are um, the racist ones. Yeah, it's funny how that works. And, well, so we can keep going. So. Okay, let's not keep this too much longer. No, let's keep going. Um, it said that around um, 80% of, of the black population refuses to get... Uh, the COVID vaccine. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, oh, I it, did not know that. Yeah. Well, so it's this crazy thing, right? Where, <clears throat> and and uh, it's it's this crazy thing where the black community mm-hmm. doesn't trust the government because the government has not always treated them right. Yes. Crazy and and contrary to belief, as we just stated. It was the Democratic Party that wanted to keep them in slavery. Yeah. It has been the Republican Party that has fought for black rights and women rights mm-hmm. throughout history. Yeah. Look it up. It's facts. 
But for some reason, they're trying to act like that has changed in the last 10 years, 15 years. And it hasn't. Like, why do we, why do people think that if throughout all of history, the, the Democratic Party has always been against rights? They've always been against rights. Why Why all of a sudden do people believe because they're saying like, oh, more rights, more rights, more rights. Why do we think they're actually going to implement that? Do you think they did a 180 swing in the past 15 years? Because no. I don't. No. I don't believe that for a second. Hell no. I believe it's a ploy to gain power, desensitize us, and then implement communist regimes. Like, Do you remember like there being like a whole bunch of racism 10 years ago? No. Racism took off under Donald Trump. And it was not Trump. It was not Trump. No, it was a ploy to get him out of office. It was a ploy to get him out of office. That's when BLM started. These fake things started to to create a narrative around around the, the division. Because if they can keep us divided, they can control us. The more we are divided the more we're controlled because we're not united as one going against a common cause. Right. And the, the main like the main issue with that is like I've said before on my Facebook, like I have Democratic friends and I have Republican friends. So I see both sides. Like mm-hmm. they each side posts different articles. Yep. So I can see like, okay, well, they're using the data they want to prove their point and they're using the data they want like to prove the, their point. Right. Mm-hmm. So no, no data you see out there is ever going to be true. I'm telling you. I don't believe it. I don't believe really much of it. any data is accurate. Right. So if, you have, if you're a person that only has Democratic friends, that's the only side you're going to see. Yes. So, yeah, they're trying to keep everyone divided. Because if the country is divided, then we're going to fight each other before we fight the government. Correct. Well, and they also want, they want to keep the races divided. So badly they want to keep the races divided yeah. because it gives us a fighting, like a fighting point against each other mm-hmm. when it's not true. The majority of people are not racist. And I, I, I dislike so much. I, I, I really cannot stand the idea of some races getting things that other races don't. I don't like that when we talk about people, we start with the color of their skin. There's mm-hmm. no need for that. No. Why can't they just be an American? Right, like a male or a, a female. male, a female, American. I understand if it's maybe a uh, a crime. Okay, white male in his late twenties. Oh, right. Like if you're describing brunette. someone to okay. like yeah. find them, yeah. makes sense. Okay. Other than that, these articles. Why do we need to talk about color? We don't. But oh, there's a black. Uh, so there's like a black. Um, just, just at North High School here, mm-hmm. North High School in Eau Claire made a all-black after-school program. It, you are not allowed in this group if you're not black, okay? Now, that's division. That's division. I do not care. It's division. So isn't that being racist against white people? No, it's not. It's being racist against every other race. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's where, like... We are creating our own division. And I think it's foolish. Foolish. Like, I I definitely agree with, like, empowering, like, your culture, right? That is a culture, not a community. And not a color. It has nothing to do with color. Right. We Remember we saw that video of albino um, 
this this whole family is albino and they're all muslim um indian yeah indian from india. yep indian yep um so yeah it's not about color because guess what they're still indian correct it doesn't matter and that's what like yes bond to your culture i understand that but guess what how many different cultures are there of white people here or shit ton right i would even say like the midwest is a culture like we're we're a different culture from the south oh 100 percent, 100 percent. well would that be a community i think but <clears throat> isn't it like a like a lifestyle okay or like a cultural differences yeah okay i see what you're saying yeah yeah yep, you're right i mean definitely like i think because we're all from the same country um like we call it uh da, 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 what's it um, we do call it different because we're all okay. in one country. Sure, sure. Um, but uh, like Midwesterners are way different than people from the South, from the East, from the West. Yes, big time, big because time. Because that's just how we are. Yep. Um, that's how we're raised, and that like how we've grown. Yes. Um, and I'll tell you, like, it doesn't matter what skin color you are. Like, all the people from the Midwest, I bet you are going to have the same like. Uh, tendencies the same tendencies as each other compared to like any colored person from any other part of the country um um to that make sense to to a to a big uh if they a, a don't lot. if they don't play into stereotypes okay that's right that's where i had to come at you different um playing into stereotypes is huge mm-hmm. we see that massively i've watched i have watched people that were like cityish, right? Oh yeah, white. You, and, you and I both know people like this, dude. Yes, okay. So there, I know people like white, uh-huh. white. They listen to rap music. They're just normal white kids, right? No big deal. Listen to rap music. Okay, cool. They decided that they want to be redneck because they live in a small town right so they're going to be redneck they literally created this new identity they changed how they talk they changed their appearance they started identifying as a redneck and they completely changed their whole identity because of a stereotype that people from little towns in the midwest are redneck Mm -hmm. okay i've also seen this with actually one of my friends um a, a, a black individual yes great kid Yep, this is the the, the yep. scenario we both have. Great kid. We hung out all the time. Seventh grade, he decided he wanted to be a gangster. Eighth grade and on, he started becoming a gangster. All he wanted to do was rap, do drugs. He changed how he talked. Grew up in a white family. He talked just like everybody else in our town. But he decided he wanted to be a gangster, so he changed how he talked. Did he have, like... Did he have friends that were gangsters too? Or did they become gangsters with him? They became gangsters. None of us were gangsters. We were all just normal kids in a small town doing nothing. Like, we were just normal kids. Mm-hmm. But then with social media and seeing what, oh, these gangster hood, black people are like, well, that's what I need to be like. And then they, him and a couple of his friends started acting that way and stuff, getting in trouble. He's in prison for the rest of his life now. Yeah. Um, um, mine's not as depressing as you. Oh, sure, sure. Um, I also had a friend. Uh, it was really the nicest family. Um, they had a one white daughter, one black daughter. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know yep. this one. Keep going. I love um, this one. And the mom was black. The dad was white. Mm-hmm. And 
the mom like literally though she claimed this she said this all the time she was the whitest black person ever mm-hmm. um and her daughters were raised the exact same mm-hmm. um and they like both acted like regular midwesterners mm-hmm. um and then the black daughter moved to the cities yep um and all of a sudden became like a thug yep or she didn't become like a thug um she became like a da 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 I mean, like, the female version of a thug, I guess. She, like, all of a sudden yeah. started wearing, like, really high like a heels. a bad bitch. Yeah. Um, really high heels, like, slutty outfits, cared about, like, her looks a lot. Um, and, like, started talking like she was, like, a gangster. And, like, her mom was just like, I don't, like, we're the whitest black people. I don't yeah. know where this came from. Yep. Now she acts like a hood rat. Yeah. And that was... She did that in her 20s. Mm-hmm. Yep. She she created a new identity because of social culture in her in her 20s. Mm-hmm. And, like, go for gold. Like, I understand. Like, you, be who you want to be, but do it in reason. Right? Like, yeah. don't, like, fall, fall into the stereotypes just because, like, you want to fit in with those stereotypes. Right? And like, I, yeah. I think that's, that's where it becomes really tough is these people – just going back they want to have an identity to hold on to so they fall into their stereotypes but that's not who they truly are like no it's not who they are like you and me you're a gym rat yeah i'm a nerd oh yeah that's a good point Mm -hmm. like and we both still embrace that like we have not changed that one bit right i've always been like into sports so like me going to the gym and stuff with sean is not new um right but, like, I started getting Sean to read books. doesn't mean he, like, changed his whole persona to be a nerd. Yeah, I didn't at all. I mean, shit. I, I, I always liked watching Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah. Um, so I, I had a little, bit of, a little bit of child in me still. But, like, you and I have, like, stayed true to who we are. I mean, like, we've yeah. obviously changed and grown, like, in different ways. Yes. But... We have not changed our identity. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, our careers have changed and things like that, but our, our personal identities haven't really changed for who we are. Mm-hmm. Like, I've always just loved being, like, the, the like, quirky kind of one. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I've always had the weird hobbies. You are weird. Um, as we see from the background of this. Um, at the, like, and I, like, growing up did not, I did would not let that change me. Right. Which is good. Mm-hmm. It's very good. So, yeah, I, I get, like, embracing who you really are, but you don't need to fall into these stereotypes that are going to, like, especially hurt you. Yes. Or uh, look because, negative upon you. Right, just because you want to, like, fit in. Yeah. Don't fit in. Be who you want to be. Absolutely. Well, that, I mean, up in, yeah, up in Ashland, a lot of kids want to fit in and they get addicted to heroin. <laughs> that's that's real life. Uh, yeah. That's, I mean, that's like then I joke. Yeah. Um. And, and that's just, it's just a, the sad reality up there is to fit in with the cool crowd, you end up doing hard drugs. Um, it's sad. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's by making, like, keep, by people keep bringing up racism and making sure we're all still divided, it's going to stick around. Right, like it's oh, not gonna absolutely in, until we like forget it's a thing. Yep. Stop 
bringing a voice to it it'll forever keep happening so so this is i want to i want to touch on this i what you said is 100 percent, and i'm just going to reaffirm it okay. when you go to a big city like minneapolis or chicago or milwaukee you really see the division there mm-hmm. depending on the neighborhood you're in and stuff there's a massive division there and and you see the stereotypes you see the stereotypes hard in those areas okay yeah. We went to Nashville, and we were blown away. There was no division. We saw, like, zero division. At least, like, the parts of Nashville we saw. The parts of Nashville. Sam mentioned to me on our, like, second or third day there, and she's like, Sean, have you noticed, like, how diversified it is here? Like, there's a lot of different Cultures. cultures here. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I didn't even notice because everybody was cordial. There was no division. We would talk to people of a different race with the, not even noticing they were a different race. Yeah. And vice versa to us, right? And I was like, this is truly one of the first places where it did not matter your culture. It seemed like everybody just kind of fit in. Everyone fit in. Everyone got along. Everyone just acted like normal people. Like normal civilized people. Normal civilized people. The stereotypes were, okay, all right, yes, you got your your honky-tonk cowboy people on, but that's really a big facade and show down there. There was was people of every color wearing cowboy boots and cowboy hats. So, I mean, inclusivity there. And the one interesting thing, this is what blew my mind. Mm Mm-hmm. Was we saw probably about fifteen homeless people on Lower Broadway. Yep. They were all white, but one guy. Yep. And there was two. Like this is this is like what made me. I was just like blown away. There was these two little black kids that were street performers. Yep. They they wanted to make money, so they knew where to go to make money. Yep, they're on the street performing. They had like they had like maybe it was like uh, older brother or something with them. Yeah, like um, watching them. Watching them, which is awesome. I mean, the kids were probably uh, eight years old, yeah. six, eight years old. They were super nice, super yeah. nice, friendly, like having a good old time. And then, you know, just someone making sure that they're not getting taken advantage of, right, which is a really good thing to or have. Or stabbed by any of the white heroin, heroin, yeah, well, her- yeah. heroin yeah, addicts yeah. down the road. But even the homeless people seemed, they weren't like. In your face. They weren't in your face. They were they were like respectable homeless people. Yeah. They keep um, their distance. Yeah. It was just it just blew my mind, right? Like seeing a culture not divided. I was like, Hey, this is really cool. This is how the United States should be, but the narrative doesn't doesn't allow, allow that. So here we are. Watch, in our watch this episode get just like shut down because we're not following the narrative. That'd be so funny. Us and our like eighty followers. I I honestly think we have 15 people listening to this. Maybe 16. I would be surprised. 16. I would be surprised if we had 15 people still listening to us right now. We're at like an hour and a half almost. Oh, you're saying this far in. Because um, we we're going to have more starts than 16, I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. But 16 people still listening to it, do you think so? I think I got 16 friends. I have 16 friends that are still listening to this family okay. friends. I'm telling you. Okay. I'm telling you. Um, but anyways, yeah, that's just kind of how I, I, I feel about the, the, the division and stuff that's going on. And to bring this full circle about the um, the, the parties and and why 
How many Republicans, if you go on social media, how many Republicans are pushing racism? How many? Zero. Or, or a very, very small proportion. Yeah, that like bring it up at that, all. That bring it up. Who are bringing up that everything's racist? Who's bringing that up? The Democratic Party. If it is not brought to light, if it is not talked about, it does not exist. Okay? But for for race at least. Racism was a very, very minimal thing 10 years ago until every Democrat started bringing it up during Donald Trump. And yes, like, obviously there's going to be times, like, right, where, I mean, it it's just so silly because, like, we only see the times, like, with, like, police violence and stuff like that, like, of black people. We only see that. Like, yep. we don't see yep. the white people getting the same treatment. No. That's the hard thing. I don't like, I don't like that. It, everything is done for the narrative. Mm-hmm. And did you know, you know this, media sources don't have to tell the truth now. Nope. They don't. And so it's been passed that they don't... It's a lot that they do not have to tell the truth. They can just make up whatever they want. That's the thing with COVID, right? Uh, Yeah, it's been recent. Yeah. Hey, so with the COVID bill... Mm-hmm. I don't know if you end up watching the rest of that video I sent you. With the... the So the second stimulus check of $1,400 that came out... Yeah. In that 970-some page legislation... Yeah. They put in... um, Which was signed into action starting 2022 that every transaction from a third payment source such as a uh, venmo paypal cash app all those any transactions from one individual that add up to 600 dollars throughout the year um is now going to be automatically taxed unless you have a reason why it shouldn't be taxed or if you put it as like a family and friend payment, um, which PayPal allows you to do family and friends. I think Venmo does too. Um, but some of them don't have that option, okay? Some of those sites don't have those options to have like family and friends or they don't ask you. Mm-hmm. So if you're just sending, so I just talked to Mitch on the phone. We always send Mitch our phone payment. Mm-hmm. If I send him all these payments and I don't select, if I don't select the right thing, um, Mitch at the end of the year, right, so we send um, around $100 a month. So end of the year, $1,200. Um, Mitch is going to get taxed on that. Which is stupid because he's already getting taxed on the payment. Correct. But they pass this into law to essentially get more taxes from us because they've been printing all the stimulus money. So this is twofold here. Well, threefold. One, they can track now. the These companies, by law, now have to submit this this into the IRS, okay? So number one, they have a lot more oversight of what where people are receiving money and sending money. Mm-hmm. They, they now know that 100%. Second, how much more work is that creating for these companies? They're going to have to hire more people to, to make these, these forms and to send them in and stuff. Oh, yeah. Number three, how much more work is the IRS going to have now? That they have to go through all of these transactions and then send... And pay and send in um, request payments for all this. Right. I mean, just last year, somebody at the IRS put together my crypto sell and buy. They sent me a seventeen thousand dollar bill in the mail. Okay, they put together all your sales. That is correct. They did not correct. include yes, any yes, yes, of yes, Sean's yes. buys. They did not include any of my buys, so they put together all of my sales. So it had no idea. This this whole thing had no idea 
what my actual profit and loss was. <coughs> and keep in mind, I already got my 1099 and paid my taxes. I had already paid my taxes from the 1099 I received from Robinhood. Because that was for 2020? Yeah, yep. So it was almost, because we got that in October or something. Yeah, yep. And so they sent us this bill saying I owe 17 some thousand dollars because they took every transaction where I sold and they said I profited every single time for everything I sold. What they did not have on there is the fact that, yeah, I bought Bitcoin at $50,000 and then I sold it at um, 50100 whatever it is, right? They're just like, oh, yep, $100 gain every single time but they did not factor in any of my losses. Yep. Any of my losses. Nothing like that. So they're just like, oh, you made $100, you made $100, da, 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 da. Um, and um, I was... No, yeah, because, no, it it didn't even do the made $100. Oh. It, like, every, like, the total amount that Sean sold for 2020... That's right. ...was how much money he apparently made from cryptocurrencies. That is right. So, like, yes. it didn't account yes. for how much money, like... Because he, he was buying and selling. So he would buy at one amount, sell at the next amount. And they only did this for cryptos. They did not do it with my whole stocks. Yes. Because I did all of my stocks the same way and they did not have anything about stocks. But it's also because they just pa- they passed a new law in 2020 um, about cryptocurrencies yep. and getting taxed on it. Um, but it did not apply to Sean because he was buying and selling. Um, or like you were doing it correctly or something. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, in the end, like, didn't it show that you had a loss, actually? Yeah, so they ended up, so Sam's mom, Kim, wrote a letter like, hey, we already did all this. What are you talking about? You aren't factoring in the buying. So you're right, because in 2020, I didn't do, like, really any selling of Bitcoin Mm -hmm. or minimal selling. It was mostly mostly Ethereum and Litecoin and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, so every sell I did, right, like, if I sold an Ethereum, okay, boom, yep. I made three thousand. Boom! I made three thousand. And so that added up to me owing seventeen thousand taxes. Yep, you're right. Yep. Um, Kim wrote a letter to them like, "Hey guys, quit trying to make my client pay money. He's already paid his taxes through his ten ninety nine. This is all false. You are not factoring in the buying. You're only factoring in the selling." And then it ended up coming back. I got a letter back saying, "Oh, you don't owe any money to the IRS." Um, and then it ended up showing like I had a hundred dollar loss or something out of out of all yeah. the sales, and I'm just like, oh, well, am I gonna get my fifteen seven? Am I gonna get my seventeen dollars back for my hundred dollar loss? Yeah. Of course not. Of course not. Yeah, I think you did have to pay a dollar, but it was because we forgot to put or because uh, your ally savings account was also on there. Oh, that's right. So we right. forgot to like put in how much interest. Sean made yeah, his I got ally account. My interest. Yeah, I forgot about so that. Sean had to pay a whole dollar out of the seventeen thousand dollars. It was one dollar, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um so be careful guys. Like that's honestly gonna keep happening to people. Like the IRS are just gonna keep sending you letters saying like, Hey, you all this you owe this amount of taxes when in reality, like, we owed nothing. Right. And so it's not even gonna be for crypto. It's, it's gonna, be, gonna for be for everything. Every fucking Venmo transaction, Cash App transaction, PayPal you have, all of that. You're gonna get ta- sent sent bills in the mail for tax. And honestly, my belief is that it's just a play to get us to pay in more taxes. Um, so one to pay in more taxes to make up for this massive deficit that we've just continued to print ourselves in, mm-hmm. and then also to track what we're spending our money on because mm-hmm. they wanna have full control. But also they they don't wanna have like 
they, they're trying to kill small businesses. Oh, so 100%. the owners of Walmart and Target and Amazon can keep profiting their fucking billions, billions of dollars and sucking all the money out of the small businesses. Um. So on to, on to what I was talking about. Wait, should we end this year and continue next week, Sean? No, absolutely not. So... Um, what I, so when I was talking about the, the wealthy people, the 10%, um, from 2020 to 2021, um, uh, so so it's through the COVID pandemic, Mm -hmm. they just came out with this. They're like, um, it's kind of, this might be surprising. The majority of people that got hit by the COVID pandemic turned out, um, none of the wealthy got hit. The wealthy, the top 1%. All doubled the the majority of them doubled or more their net worth in the past two years mm-hmm. during the worst economy of like the whatever COVID, um, and all the top one percent wealthy wealthy uh, doubled or more. Yeah. So here's the issue: is like everyone you you can keep saying like let's tax the rich more. Um, here's the problem: it's going to be people like Sean and I who are doing our due diligence to set ourselves up for the future that are going to get taxed more. That will get that will have to pay the most taxes. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. The rich, because of how tax rules are, they know how to get out of paying taxes. Yep. They yep. can do things. They can give themselves $1 salaries and... To not, lower their tax bill and stuff. Yeah. Like, they know how to get out of it. Yeah. So... Honestly, we all just need to get taxed the same amount. 15% flat tax. And it'll be fine. We'll like, make a lot more money. Yeah, 100%. And then guess what? Small businesses can start thriving again. But they, but that, that's not the narrative. We don't want small businesses to thrive. That's not the narrative. Um, here's my last thing, and we'll wrap this up. Last quick thing. Sam, if you had... say. Say you say you had a had a company, right? This is not quick. Say your company was a one trillion dollar company. Okay. Okay. You, you say no, no, no. Let's say you have a thirteen trillion dollar company. Okay. Okay. Thirteen trillion dollar company. Um, would you want the best business person in the world or in the country to run said thirteen trillion dollar company business? Or would you like a political figure with minimal business background to run it? That's a stupid question. Um, what I, would you choose? I'd obviously want the person with no experience. Duh. You want the no experience? Okay, yeah, okay, no. okay. I obviously would take the experienced person. Okay. Um, I definitely trust Elon Musk way more to handle his $13 million in taxes. Uh, he bil- billion. 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 I trust him more with his thirteen billion dollars of taxes he just paid in more than the government. With that thirteen billion. Yep. Yes. Um but it's because he knows what to do with money properly. My obviously my thing is if we have these people at the top end first off, serving serving should be um, like something people do for sh- they sh- they should serve their country by like being in office, um, but for only a short period of time. Oh yeah, these people can't be in office for sixty years anymore. <clears throat> so the person running the country, actually running the country, what we have right here is a a massive business. It's a thir- it's a, like around a thirteen trillion dollar business. The the United States. Right. So we have this thirteen trillion dollar business, and my numbers might be off by a little bit. I'm sure they are. Um, 
we should have who's who's number one uh, head of the business world right now? Elon Musk. Okay, below him is Jeff Bezos. However, you feel about those guys, guess what they're doing? Running extremely profitable companies with a shit ton of employees. What's the country? Um, a really big motherfucking company with a shit ton of people losing a lot of money. Losing a losing lot. Losing a lot. So why would we not put or like these these gentlemen could serve. They could even do a two year serve. It doesn't have to be four years. Mm. They could do a two year service. Or a one-year service. Or they could do it as a conglomerate. Maybe there's a table of them, three, four of them, who are on this table to run this country. But we need the top heads. We need extremely well business-first people to run this country. Whatever you want to say about Donald Trump, he had one of the best economies because he understands business. Right. I don't care about his politics. We can put people in place as our like social the social worker of the united states right and they can worry about the politics and making people feel fuzzy and warm but then who's actually running the country should be a very well business first person i mean and even like the governors and senators house of representatives all those people they should not be able to be in their positions for so long look how corrupt it is right now because so many of those people have been there for decades two two to four years of service they've done nothing i'd say 10 years max 10 years max 10 years max cannot be consecutive i will go yeah there we go i will go 10 years maximum in your whole lifespan it cannot be consecutive and i think instead of like having a minimum age i think you should have to have a maximum age there has to be I, I'd say a minimum. I know this might sound absolutely asinine. For the president, it's different. I would say for most city, council, state, stuff like that, mm-hmm. I would throw out 25 years old. Oh, yeah, 100%. Minimum 25. Maximum 50 or 60 maybe? 60. What I'd say maximum 60. And, and then, I would say I would say for running the country, I would like to see 40 to 60. Mm-hmm. You the, have a 20-year gap. The only reason, like... I like Trump because he has a son that's younger. So, like, he's obviously thinking to better the country for his family, right? For his for his kids and his grandkids. Right. Um, and that's why, like, we need to get younger people in office because, guess what? All these old people that are in their 70s and 80s, all these decisions they're making is not going to affect them because they're going to be dead. Yes. They're making all these decisions because they want to. Like, it is not for the betterment of the country. No, it's the betterment of themselves. Yes. Yes. Because if they make these decisions, guess what? Money in their pockets. Yes, we need we need an age minimum and maximum. Yeah. And that then we need limits on terms. They cannot be consecutive terms. Mm. People need to prove why they're worthy of being... Of service mm-hmm. to us. Yeah. Um, also, random uh, piece of knowledge for you today. What's that? Um, the mayor of Las Vegas <coughs> has been mayor for 10 years. Okay. She's an independent. Okay. And she's 82. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, she got she started being mayor at the age of 72. I mean, I don't, I don't agree that she should have even been allowed to be the mayor. Um, it's just neat let alone continue but that is neat that's neat yeah yeah that's crazy 
Um, also, I saw a different poll today that said 54, 48% of the population is Democratic, and then the other 50, 52% is, like, split with Republican and Independent. I don't know if I believe that. I don't believe that. I don't believe about any poll they put out. That's valid. Um, okay, Sean, let's be done with this. Let's let's wrap this up. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoy my wonderful conspiracy theories that are going to turn out to be real theories. This honestly might be a two-parter. Oh, we we I I can go on this shit forever. Well, this no. is my favorite. Okay. Thanks, guys. Bye. Yeah.